0: What is going on everybody this is drew here i want to welcome you all to a brand new episode of phoenix down this is phoenix down 125.2 and we are continuing our playthrough of pillars of eternity today i have with me matt hello and yeah we've took three weeks off
1: weeks off or two weeks off
0: i can't i can't remember now it, probably two weeks. We were going to try and record an episode on Mon- that Monday before I left. Um, but we didn't get it done. So, so it just was the third week. This may be the third week then, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, I've been traveling. Went on vacation. Then I traveled for work. Then I traveled for a wedding. So I've been really busy. I haven't been able to play it Um but what we're talking about, too, I've already played. Granted, I played it almost a month ago. So we're going to do our best to remember what we were doing.
1: <laughs> Talk about basically a third of the game, right? The entirety of Act 2? Yeah,
0: almost. So we, 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 we got a little deep into Act 2. Um, you had already done one one of the things. Yeah.
1: yeah, I did one of the missions.
0: Yeah. And then there were two others that we had to do. Um, one being going into a part of the city that was quarantined off because a lot of bad stuff had happened there. There was a bunch of walking dead.
1: Yeah, that's and... basically where I had stopped. I walked in there. I fought those people in the mausoleum, got destroyed, and turned it off. <laughs> yeah. Um, And you know what? I'm still scarred from that encounter. I never went back to see if I could beat them after. There's no need. I did (laughs) did what I needed to do for the story, and then I gracefully exited that part of the city, and have not been back since.
0: But yeah. um, Going here, we have to climb this tower. And at the top of this tower, we have another one of those machines. Those those machines that basically activated us to being a a watcher and um there is a, a undead man there who reveals to us that he was a, a scientist a person who studied this machine and him and his colleagues were trying to figure out how to turn it on okay well it was turned on but they don't know exactly what the machine was for well once the machine turned on it started to suck the souls out of people turning them into monsters, zombies soulless bodies Including himself. But he was... I can't remember how he wasn't turned into just a mindless zombie. I think it eventually happens. Is that what happens?
1: Yeah, I think it slowly happens.
0: Yeah. And he was trying to maintain his sanity long enough to figure out how to stop this machine. Or at least keep people from getting to it.
1: But it's been... Because in isolation, this would have just felt like... Uh, it's just a just a random thing, but... It, it ties into the whole act, and and right the, the act ends in kind of a, not that you necessarily pick a side, but you you definitely you're in the midst of a debate in this whole second act. Yes, and in this piece of it, almost highlights it, and it's this idea that you are that the these things have happened, that these machines exist, they are doing something. And there's a lot of people in this act that are kind of researching that, this guy being one of them, and and basically just saying it is critically important to understand what happened, A, so we can stop it, but maybe B so we can wield the power for ourselves. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, and that sort of has good parallels to, you know, even say Jurassic Park and, and wielding the power of science in general. And so you know I, I I like the the kind of theme of this chapter, and I like that it's it's not a hundred percent clear what the right thing to do is, even if a lot of the people engaged in these actions are selfish or nefarious or or whatever for their own means and and maybe not upholding the nature of the thing they say they're trying to do, right you know right. you can you know what the the words they use sound okay but the way they go about it isn't. And I, I like that kind of the taking the human element and the theory of it. And they're not necessarily aligned.
0: Yeah. I really like this one. This, this little quest that we had to do because they gave, they gave you a lot of options on, on like, how are we going to handle this? So we have to go talk to another zombie person, another zombie lady who um is has captured some living people and i guess is using them for food um
1: i think they said if you is it that if you don't eat you turn faster i think so if if you don't stay nourished and stay strong the the weaker you get the quicker you turn i think so yeah. she's trying to like basically but it's weird because she must already be turned if she's kind of eating them. So, the whole th- that that whole thing's a little weird.
0: It's like a revenant, if you're yeah. familiar with revenants. Mm-hmm. If they don't eat, they slowly just decay. So, um, we talked to her. She was another one of the scientist people. Acantha
1: or Acantha, I think is her yeah, name. I've,
0: you're gonna ask me people's names, and I do not remember anybody's.
1: <laughs> well, I was gonna say it, it's one thing where you know the whole setup of this act. I, I like the story. I like the debate. I like um, even the way the thing kind of unfolds. I like and and kind of the wraparound story with with the hermit that you're trying to you know tie into the history of the area and use her, provide her information. But, so, I mean, I kind of like a lot of things about this act. But, take a look at the guy up on the third floor of this tower, operating the machine, studying the machine. Like, he should be a pretty important character overall to this story arc. Sure. But, I mean... I unless I was skimming over it, I I didn't really get a good sense of history or his importance. It's just a guy. His name apparently was Aldham. But I I feel like one of the... one of the lower level issues I'm having with the game is is maybe just connecting with it a little bit and maybe it's the the old school nature of it. But I, I feel like this... This act is very cinematic in theory, but the way the game plays doesn't allow it to be as cinematic as the story says it should be.
0: Sure. And I think it's because we don't have those in-game cutscenes with people v- talking. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Not even, makes... the, not even the character art that can bring them alive a little bit more.
0: Yeah. W- what makes Dragon Age so good even dragon age origins is because when you're talking to somebody you, you see a cutscene of them talking to you you're interacting with that person you're choosing dialogue and it, it just it comes off a little bit more cinematic but it also comes off interesting i don't want to say it like that because I, I, I think the story is interesting i just think the way it's delivered is not interesting yeah. reading a, a wall dry. of text yeah reading a wall of text is a little dry that's the best way to describe it to me.
1: Weird, because I love reading, but, you know, I, I feel like there, there's, I keep expecting something big to happen because the the environments look good. I mean, the, I, I, I'm enjoying what I'm doing and I'm liking the story, but there just seems to be like a, a gulf between them a little bit.
0: Exactly. That's probably it. I feel like I would enjoy this game a little bit more if it was at least like Dragon Age. I mean, I, I, like I don't want to keep comparing the two games, but I mean that's the best thing I can compare it to, you know. And it's been a long time since I have played like Baldur's Gate one and two, or like Icewind Dale, or any of those games. But I, ha- I think I'll feel the exact same way with them too. It's very old school. And you kind of, a lot of this stuff is left up to imagination. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, she, she basically, we have to convince her to tell us the secret to this machine. And there's incantations that you can use. And there's, there's three options we have. There is the first option is to turn off the machine. The second option is to overload the machine and make it explode. And then the third option is to use the machine for your own power. So there's a lot of souls in that machine right now. We could take those souls and absorb them for our own power. So when we return back, we have those options. Now, the guy, the scientist guy we met at the top of the tower, he really wants us just to turn them off. Turn it off. Let it end. Let me be free, basically. What did you decide to do in this situation?
1: Um I just turned it off because my 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 character does not have a, a really a devious streak in him right my character's trying to be maybe a little bit of a a, a goody two shoes and get everything properly working out so just turned it off I wasn't trying to wasn't trying to steal the power of the souls
0: right I did the exact same thing my character same way my character is not trying to be a goody two shoes. He is a goody two shoes. Um he is a he is a priest that is devoted to his God. <laughs> and that's that's how I'm playing it. And he's he's he wants to do the right thing. He is your your standard priest or paladin who will not break his oath. So far that's actually came in handy a couple of times because I am a priest and because I'm devoted to my my God, there has been a few dialogue options where I could be that priest and tell them, "Look, our God will not tolerate this. You need to repent." And it got me out of a couple of situations. So uh, I could see how there's there there is some there is some decent choice there. I'll give them that. So I turned it off. Release the spirits, let them go. And um yeah. Left that area never to return. <laughs> um and then the last thing we had to do, so basically what we're doing is we're gathering evidence for the hermit. She is looking for evidence of the leaden key what they're up to and how they're trying to use this what is it called animancy?
1: Yeah. Animancy.
0: Yeah, trying to use animancy. What what they're doing with this animancy stuff, right? So the the last thing we did was we had to go to the sanitarium. Uh we find you know, I, out.
1: I, I had a note that said, "Before you do this, you should go get a new character." So I went and did a little bit of a, a separate mission here to to get the the character palagina.
0: Uh oh, I missed out on a character. So tell me about this palagina
1: He is a priest. Um, and so you have to go down to Andras' gift the area kind of by the docks like the southwest side of the city Yep. which I had been to before and there was nothing really there and I kind of left Um, I had a little trouble finding her and she actually still wasn't there when I went to find her so uh, because I was already committed to getting her I was like alright everything's getting paused until I find her so I had to go look everything up and you end up having to go into a building and and maybe I had already triggered her before so I didn't realize she was there uh, but she's kind of just hanging out in the background. You don't actually see her. I had to go and run an errand for the, the guy who owns this warehouse. And essentially essentially just hand something off to somebody else. So I, I travel over. I hand this guy a bag of... I think they were these kind of illicit seeds. And then... The guy's looking really nervous when I give it to him. And he's like, don't don't let anyone know about this. I wasn't supposed to go through uh, the warehouse owner. And essentially all these guards storm in after you've handed off the seeds to him. And, and they're like, you weren't supposed to buy seeds from anyone else. This guy's freaking out. And they're basically like, they give you the choice to, I think, like kill the guy or go back and kill the dealer in the warehouse or you can fight the guards right there. Mm-hmm. And I said, hey, look, this isn't my fight. I'm going to stay out of it. Keeping it keeping the option open to maybe go kill the guy anyway. I, I wasn't sure what I was going to do, but I was like, look, I'm not going to fight all these guards. I got no desire to do this. I don't know this guy. I just handed him the seeds. Not my problem. So then I I went all the way back to the warehouse and... That guy started freaking out. He's like, oh, they're going to kill me. I need to get out of here. <laughs> um, the, you know, the, the guard, I, I kind of went around the guard and I wasn't supposed to do that. And then Palagino walks in and, and says, you've dug your own grave, man. I'm, I'm done sticking up for you. I'm done helping you. You're on your own. Uh, and then all the guards walk in also right after that, and they're, they see him. They're like, oh, we're, we're here to kill you because you sold the guy the seeds. Um, so I ended up sticking up for him. I, I, I helped him. There was a couple other guards in the warehouse, so them collectively plus my squad. We ended up fighting all the guards, killing the guards, and... That was that. He ended up, like, escaping on a boat, just, like, leaving forever, never to be seen again in the city because he can't show his face around there. Um, and I went outside, and Pelagina's like, oh, I respect that you stood up for him. I would not know, if, but good for you. Uh, and then basically, you know, just a, a generic, like, oh, I'm looking to have new experiences, and I'd love to team up with you if uh, if you're willing to have me. And okay. that's that. So she joined... And I wanted her in my team. She's a healer. She's a priest, I think. And I did not have a priest. But you did have a priest. Anyone? Which one's? Is it the... Durance. Durance. Yeah. Durance. I like Durance, but I, I end up using him mostly for offense. What is she? Maybe she's not even a priest.
0: Okay, hang on a second. We'll look it up. I don't have her, so I, I have to look this up. Let's so, have some what's helpful. Her, what's her name?
1: Uh, Pala- Palagina.
0: Palagina. Pillar of Eternity.
1: Hmm. Yeah, she's a godlike says.
0: Okay.
1: She has some pretty good uh perpetual skills. Okay. Where I think everybody gets a defense bonus just for being around her.
0: Oh. Dang.
1: So, I I another thing I struggle with in this game is really the stats and you know I sent you that question I had a big decision in this act I picked up a gun right I I spent some money on a gun and I I literally sat there looking at both guns unable to tell which one was better yeah I, I feel like I've struggled with that a little bit in this game
0: I definitely have I feel like I've been using the the same stuff for probably five hours.
1: It's also weird to me because, I don't know, when I see this isometric view, I think Diablo, and then when I think Diablo, I think lots of loot. And here, I pick up so much stuff that I literally only sell. That's the only value it has to me, is I sell it for a few compers or gold or whatever. I don't have much money in this game. I don't have many... Exciting weapons or amulets. I pick up when I randomly get a ring or an amulet. I'm like, great! I'm sure somebody's got a slot I can stick this on. Knowing, you know, if I if I had a bunch of high level gear, I'm not sure how how much different this game would even be. Because I I feel like it's it's been a non factor, and I feel like uh, at this point in the beginning of Act Three, we're we're coming up to being not too far away from the end of the game, and. Year just really isn't, isn't a factor.
0: Yeah. That's definitely not for me. I haven't really paid attention to it much. If it's like a unique item, I will, but that's about it. Yeah. Um, so you got your new character. All right. I, I did not get that character. In fact, I don't, I doubt I'm going to find me another one. Yeah. So, We'll see, um, but yeah, off to the sanitarium, which is ran by a, uh, gosh, a emblem on a wall like a statue. A statue, yeah. Um, person was oh, inside of the statue. Yeah. Is that the
1: statue's name, Ethelmore?
0: Uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> but um, yeah want to see if there's any uh, anybody in the sanitarium experimenting with uh, animancy there is somebody down in the uh, in the basement which is more where they keep their more violent patients go down there and there's a lot of bad things going on down there (laughs) Doing human experimentation, um, just some really nasty stuff. And when we we find the guy who is doing it, he gets possessed. Is that what
1: happened? I I th- I thought it was almost the. The opposite. I thought he has been possessed. And
0: that's why he's doing all this bad stuff?
1: Yeah, and that's why he's doing all these things. And then the spirit comes out of him and it basically inhabits everybody else in the area.
0: But the person that is possessing him is the main villain.
1: Right? Right? Or am I wrong? Is is he the villain or is he some sort of god? I don't know.
0: I don't know. I think he's just the villain because we we eventually run back into this guy. Um, Because maybe what he was doing was he was possessing this guy and doing this animancy stuff. Because we, we, we find out what, what, what the leaden key is trying to do. The guy who runs the leaden key. Um, he's trying to make Anamancy look bad. And we don't really know why. So it's all this bad stuff happens, right? These, these machines start working again. They haven't worked in years. Uh, there's these bad experiments going on, and it all surrounds animancy, and he's trying to make it look like a bad thing, so it can, I guess, cause confusion for for the the mass populace, make them make them start doubting it and stuff like that. Um. But yeah, we do talk to him for a minute. Um but then yeah he, he 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 basically turns everybody in the 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 prison ward I'll call it uh, bad and we have to fight all of them
1: yeah i died here um, once or twice maybe twice
0: i didn't die here um but uh after finishing that up there was not really a choice here um there was a choice of like saying what the what was actually happening in the basement to the to the head of the sanitarium, the statue. Um,
1: and your choice is basically whether you blame the guy, C- Cade Menezo, I think, or whether you say it wasn't his fault; he was being possessed. Yeah, right. And, and it it's the other thing I kind of like about this act, right? It's again the same idea of. You know, it, is the research worth doing? Not that, not that anything in the sanitarium really has enough positivity to it to warrant what was happening. But sure, maybe on the upper levels where they were just trying to help people. I mean, we helped Alof in the sanitarium.
0: Yeah. Well, I told Sorry. the truth. Said, he was yeah. he was possessed.
1: Yeah, that's what I said too. I said it wasn't his fault, although you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what he was doing before he was possessed or when he was possessed, but uh, I, I think for the most part it's pretty clear that this uh, Theos is the mastermind here. Yeah.
0: So, we've gathered all those that evidence and the reason why we're doing that, we take it back to the hermit. She tells us that Um, we are basically going to be going in front of the the, the council and the king, not really king, but like the governor, I don't know. And we have to get an audience with him. And we're going to basically present what's going on and basically show it as the laden key is doing this. But we can't just walk in there with this evidence. We have to get invited by the people who have already been invited. So we have to choose a group to basically get us in. Um,
1: Someone who's already invited.
0: Yeah. So who who did you choose to go in with, Matt?
1: Uh, I went with the Knights of the Crucible. As
0: did I. (laughs) Because they they seem like the only people that weren't complete douchebags.
1: Yeah, exactly. I felt like they were already respected in such a way that I felt like having them with me, by my side, might lend my character some credence when he's there.
0: So we had to go do some loyalty missions for them.
1: <laughs> and then again, even even this one, like, it, I kind of like that this, uh, in my mind, I'm like, all right, this is a lesser mission because it's not a mandatory one. Right. Right, because I could have skipped it and gone with someone else. So I figured it wasn't going to be, not that it wouldn't be that interesting, but that it wouldn't be that important to the story but it it ends up being pretty important because you end up having to fight all the essentially the soulless husks yeah and it, again for me that that's right on theme for this act because you know the the fact that you have to go get the like the instructions and give it to the to the guy in the forge and you know they're they're working on on the souls to to build up their army to replenish their ranks, yeah. and so again, even in this side mission, you're dealing with the same questions of: is this investigation worth it? Is animancy worth it? You know, can we fix things? Should we be meddling with things? You know, and and they basically get the the full circle of: we think we know what we're doing. All right, now we have. Better information we can do the right thing and 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 I, I don't know if it was just to convert I don't remember exactly what they were doing with the was it taking dead bodies and just reanimating them? Or was it adding yeah. a soul into the dead?
0: Well they were trying to, to figure out a way to reanimate people and basically turn them into soldiers. Um but in a good way, I guess it would be the way that they, they thought that uh-huh. they would be able to train them. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, that's where I'm struggling because the research into why are children being born without souls obviously has a positive connotation, right? We don't want our children to suffer. No one's going to say that's a bad thing. Sure. If someone's died for – of natural causes – and you wanted to have a little pet cemetery action and bring them back. Uh, that's probably not inherently negative, but you know when when it's when it's building an army of the undead or it's you know these experiments that what was happening in the sanitarium. So there's definitely a little bit of a spectrum in here. You know maybe they're doing something okay, but then they pay the the price for it anyway because all these reanimated monsters start attacking, and so you have to like clear out the 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 Knights Hall basically, yeah. yeah. Um, and I, it's just it, it's why I, I actually really liked this act is because even this even this uh, quest that I thought was not going to be related at all is exactly all the same central themes of of this act and raises yeah. all these same questions and you know you're you're literally going to this palace to debate this exact thing so uh, I I just really like the way it's structured,
0: yeah. Yeah, no, it's just really good. And I, I'm willing to bet you there was, I think there was four factions that we could go with. And I'm willing to bet you all four factions would have something to do with Anomancy. and exactly. is this a I kind of want to play the other thing? ones now. <laughs> yeah. Is this a good thing or a bad thing? So, after getting the knights, you know, happy, they're going to take us with them. We go meet I'll the tell dude. you
1: why I didn't go with the, the, the dominol, which was one of them. That was the group of, you know, when I was doing that side quest to get Pallagina that was the group I fought and killed. Was the Domino?
0: Oh, gotcha.
1: So I was like, well, I'm not going with them. That's for sure.
0: And the other one was like a, a weird, like militia. Yeah, like bandits and militia. Yeah, I'm like, who, just... who's going
1: to respect them and listen to them?
0: Yeah, I like. Why, why would I even go with these guys? But um, yeah, go meet the Duke. Um, we have our little like lands meet, if you will, and um, we we have to present our case. So we have all this evidence, we're showing it off, and the duke asks us, "Okay, well, you present you present all this evidence. What do you say? What do you think it is? Do you, do, do, should we continue using animancy? Should we limit it, or should we outright ban it?" What did you say?
1: I kind of again went middle of the road. I said we should pause it. We 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 need to do it, but we should pause until we understand it better.
0: That's exactly what I said. But I lean more toward we should ban this shit <laughs> because after even with those... the scourge
1: of the Hollowborn children.
0: We know why this is happening. They don't believe us because yeah. we even we mention it We're like, look, this is all just redirection. We shouldn't even be asking this question because the laden key, laden key, whatever, however you want to pronounce it. They're the ones causing all of this. We even say that. They don't want to believe us. Like uh, this is everybody talking about this 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 group of of zealots, who cares about them? They're nobody. But I feel like the cons definitely outweigh the pros in this animancy stuff. If we can cut off cut off the head of the snake, we won't have any more Hollowborn children because we know who's causing this crap. They're making we'll it feel look very like
1: close to necromancy. <laughs>
0: Exactly. It is really close to necromancy. Um, So, I, yeah, it could be a good thing. um. But, as it stands right now, nobody really knows how this stuff works, obviously. And when you don't know how it works, a bunch of zombies show up. So, let's at least restrict it for now.
1: Yeah. Are, are you... <laughs> you might be just as likely to set off the apocalypse as you are to fix anything.
0: Exactly. But it seems like it doesn't really matter because that, uh, that, that possession ability happens again in the, in the meeting hall. And well, <laughs> uh, the guy's getting possessed, kills the Duke. And I'm like, well, I don't know what actually happened here. So, so it was basically like you got that denier, right? We we end it with like, look, all this stuff doesn't matter. We need to start looking at the, the lead and key. They're the ones behind all this crap. And they're like, ah, they're nobody. Don't worry about those guys oh no, I just got stabbed by the letting key. <laughs> yeah,
1: Not nobody anymore.
0: Yeah. And then all hell breaks loose. <laughs> the entire city goes nuts. Yeah, in um, an instant. <laughs> yeah, everybody's like, there's, there's multiple people fighting, uh, people are getting ambushed, it's crazy. Um, and we're like, oh crap, we gotta get the hell out of here. Um, But, I will. I will say this. It was one thing we missed before we went to this meeting with the Duke. We went back to, um, to the uh, to the Hermit. D she Webb. Told us, yeah. The she tells us, I know more about the leaden key than I've been letting on. Was, okay, we'll do tell. What's the What's the head guy's name? else I'll say it again. Theos, T H A O S. Theos.
1: Yeah. She's Apparently, like, he's like two thousand years old, and he's, um, you know, he's 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 always hiding, always been hiding in the shadows, and he's super powerful. I don't know if he's quite god level, but I think he's the one that kind of led some revolts against the gods. I
0: think, from what I can gather, from what I understand. He was basically like the first watcher. And I think what ends up happening is, is that he's technically, his soul is that old, which according to the lore of this world, everybody's soul is that old, but we get reincarnated and our soul goes into another life. The majority of people pass on they don't remember their previous lives but he did and it got to a point where not only would he remember his past lives he started planning things in his next life so 2,000 years ago he came up with a plan And every time he passed on to a new life, he still remembered his plan and is continuing his plan. And I think he's the only person in the world that can do this. So he's been plotting for a couple thousand years. We don't know what his plan is. But it obviously has... currently part of his plan is making Anamancy look bad why? don't know well Lady Webb, the hermit tells us I know all this because I was his lover and I loved him and he loved me but he had a plan and he was never going to deviate from it no matter what I said or what, how much he loved me. And she always wanted to know if she could ever convince him to come back to her and abandon this plan. Well, after he possesses whatever, whoever and kills the Duke, he then leaves, possesses somebody else, obviously. And when we go back after all the chaos and find Lady Webb, she is, she is dead in her bed, stabbed through the heart. And when we, we do our little watcher feeling on her, we see what happens. He shows up and she's like, if you truly don't love me, I want you to kill me. And he stabs her right through the freaking heart. So the only it's thing the end we of her have, story. Yeah. The only thing we have to go on is that when we, we did that little flashback seeing that we see where he's headed next. And that's what Twin Elms. Oaks? Twin Elms Twin Elms. Twin Elms. Yeah. yeah, he's going to Twin Elms.
1: The other so thing is Maybe I imagine this, but I I think in her, when she was telling about her her past with him, because she can kind of like see into people's minds, he was the only one that she couldn't see into.
0: Yes, that was part of it. Yeah.
1: And then she, I think, liked that initially, but then grew not to because she couldn't tell if he was being truthful with her. Yeah. 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 So yeah, definitely some ups and downs for the two of them. But I really liked all that. That was really that was really good. Yeah, and I feel like yeah. that's what elevates so now you've got at least a couple of characters here who are important and tragic and have backstories that are reasonably memorable, at least the way they're intertwined. You know, intertwined into the whole story into to some of the lore of the world. So while I think some of the characters, like the guy at the top of the tower, got a little bit short thrifted, you know, he could have been more interesting in his own right. But definitely, on some of the bigger characters, there there is a, a good amount of story to them and backstory to them.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. That's the end of Act Two, and we're off to Twin Elm.
1: It's and and still reasonably short. Like I thought I thought Act Two was gonna be even longer than it was. I mean it's only four quests.
0: Yeah, there's a lot in there though.
1: Yeah. I, yeah, I mean I I didn't I'm expect I, I didn't expect that we would have to then go do a whole other quest to gain access to the to the hearing.
0: Yeah, that's true too.
1: I thought that the the fourth quest was going to just be closing everything out, getting your information and going to the hearing.
0: Yeah. That's what I thought too. And I'd already done it and you're like, Oh, I think I can finish this. And I was like, mm, maybe, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's where I ended. I know you're a little bit farther than me, but I, I stopped, you know, before yeah, still you right caught the, up right at the beginning yeah well yeah I, I think I think you kind of summed it up. I think I, I like the story. I like the lore. I feel like I don't have that connection with the characters that I would in a game like Dragon Age. And I think it's really because it's just not cinematic. Yeah. I think it's more because I'm just I'm reading all of it. And I know that's short-changing this game, I feel like, to me. But that's just how I feel.
1: Also a little weird reading it sometimes because they immediately jump into some of the words that the characters say. But what there is to read is more than just the words, right? You're, we- you're reading about the stance they take, the look that comes over their face, yeah. and then they start to talk. So... usually when the character starts reading their words, I'm reading along with them. And, you know, if I happen to finish faster, I'll skip to the next line. It's a little weird in this game that there's the disconnect between what I'm reading and what I'm hearing.
0: Mm -hmm. I I don't know how how they'd
1: really fix it, but I I find it jarring sometimes.
0: Yeah, there's a couple of cutscenes where they just say, yes, I agree. But it's, it's a whole paragraph.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you have to read the whole paragraph to get to the yes, I agree.
0: Yeah. And I'm just like, man, this is... It, it does. This it, is a little... Mm, I don't even know how to describe it. It's just... It's off. It's just a little off to
1: me. Yeah, it's almost like it's dubbed or something in some of those sections. Because, uh, you know, I'm trying to sync up the words with the sounds.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I Like, I... I I don't know. It, maybe it's just a little too old school for me, but I, I, I'm I'm still enjoying the game. I think it's, I, like I said, I think the story is actually really cool. Like there's yeah. there's a lot of good lore in there, and and it feels like it's kind of coming together pretty well. You know, I
1: liked it way more in Act Two. I mean, Act One I thought was okay, but you know when they started introducing the gods and the lore, like it was more than I. Can handle in my brain Right like yeah. I, I couldn't tell you now Who the gods were which ones were You know were they all Were they all Top of people's minds and top of their Religions at the same time or Have things passed and some gods have risen Some gods have fallen there's there's A lot of talk in the first let's say Two hours of this game about Characters who You know stand up for one god and Absolutely hate the other god I'm like I, I just I don't know what I'm supposed to think about that. Yeah. Whereas act two was so much more focused on this moral dilemma and this debate that ultimately ends up in the hearing. I just, I really liked that the story ties in with the decisions ties in with the climax. I, I thought act two was, was, was really, really well done, but act one, yeah. I was a little bit lost in from a, yeah. you know, from a drive perspective. That's
0: exactly how I feel. Yep. If fact nicely. if act
1: three pulls it all together then you know i'd say this has a really you know both good lore and an interesting story and you know if not overly exciting gameplay perfectly fine gameplay sure and it'll be weird if all of those points are good to better than good and i'm still a little underwhelmed with the game
0: <laughs> yeah i know i think it's just the presentation
1: Oh, you know, the other hand, that's interesting for me is that I I don't think I've ever played a game like this. You know, a lot of the ones that you just referenced and you know these games that I've heard are great. Game at a time where I don't know. I guess I was playing Sonic the Hedgehog or you know Resident Evil, and I just kind of missed this whole style of gaming. I think when it was not old school, when it was new school. So here, Baldur's Gate.
0: Mm. Come on now. The original Baldur's Gate came out in nineteen ninety eight. I was playing me- Ooh, uh, that was Solid. Up.
1: Prime gaming time for me. <laughs>
0: yeah, Bob I wasn't two. really on a
1: PC though. To be fair, I didn't really get a reasonable PC until just before I went off to college. Yeah, which would have been a couple years after that. I mean i I had one that was good enough to play Warcraft and Starcraft and Command and Conquer, but I didn't. Didn't play a ton of, like, legitimate PC games in, in high school?
0: Well, um, in the year 2000...
1: Sounds like the future.
0: I played a video game called Diablo two And I played the living crap out of that game. So I definitely had a PC that could probably run Baldur's Gate 2 and 1, but um yeah, I didn't care because I was playing Diablo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, I've, I've it, it, since then I have played Baldur's Gate 1 and 2. Um and I think they're they're good RPGs, but they're definitely a different style so they they, uh, they this plays a lot like those games so yeah I don't know maybe I'm just I'm, I'm too old for it I don't know that could be it I'm getting old I'm now 38
1: Closing in on 40
0: mm-hmm. yep two more years I'll be there the old man But, yeah, that's, um, that's what we're going to leave off. Uh, no emails. Uh, if you would like to send an email, it is drew at ztgd.com. You can also uh, tweet slash X to us. I am at DML Fury. Matt is at REMGS. And the podcast itself is at ztgd Phoenix down. But uh, yeah, that's going to be it for us. I'm um, going to continue on with this. Maybe try to get through Act Three. I don't know how many quests Act Three is, but we'll see. I'm going to try and work on it as best I can.
1: It looks but, like uh, it is three quests.
0: Three quests. I'm sure those quests are probably five hours apiece. So <laughs> yeah, we'll see. <laughs> but yeah, we'll, we'll keep we'll keep trudging along here but um, until next time I am Drew and I'm Matt and we are out of here you guys have a great week and we will be back with the continuation of Pillars of Eternity